The Institute for Supply Management's annual conference is fast approaching. On May 6th, thousands of industry professionals will gather in Nashville, Tennessee to network, exchange best practices, and discuss emerging trends. Here at SourceOne, we're getting ready for the year's premier supply management conference with our new series, ISM 2018 Session Insights. Tune in every week to hear our experts discuss the topics that promise to dominate the conversation at this year's conference. So Nick, before we get started, would you mind introducing yourself and telling us a little bit about your role at MRA? Sure thing, Bennett. I am a practice lead with MRA Global Sourcing. So we are an executive search firm, a recruitment firm, that specializes in strategic sourcing and procurement. So we recruit with companies all across the U.S., typically larger organizations or fast-growing groups in all industries, helping them get connected with the best supply chain and procurement talent. Awesome. Thanks for that intro. So we hear a lot that today's job market is candidate-driven. What does a candidate-driven market really mean for procurement in particular, and how did we get here? So I'll start with the second part of that question. Right now, uh, as we're nearing full employment, I think the latest numbers are 4.1%. Unemployment is, is holding steady. We've always seen lower unemployment rates in procurement than the national average. So I think what we're seeing is there's a lot more demand as procurement's really picked up steam and continued to elevate its way through the value chain. So now there's more companies than ever before hiring for procurement talent as there's a ton of transformation as well. The issue is there's less supply of talented candidates that have the skills that we need to be successful in modern procurement groups. So the ones that do have the technical, the analytical, the soft skills required usually have their pick of the litter when it comes to opportunities. There's a lot of companies typically beating down their doors. So it's really shifted in terms of what this means for procurement, right? It's shifted the methods and and pace through which companies hire. I think we've seen procurement salaries driven significantly higher uh, as well as there's really stiff competition in the marketplace. And you've written extensively about how essential it is for companies to become employers of choice in this candidate-driven market. In a nutshell, what exactly is an employer of choice? Sure. So employers of choice, I think these are the companies that professionals flock to. Even the most passive job seekers can't help but feel attracted if they get reached out to by these organizations because their employer value prop is head and shoulders above the competition. Typically, these companies fall into the categories of industry disruptors and and innovative thinkers that deploy best-in-class processes across the board. Usually, these are the ones that post a job on LinkedIn and within a couple days have several hundred applicants or maybe more on a personal note. These are the folks that you're losing people to quite often. So, in your opinion, what are the primary factors that set an employer of choice apart in procurement? There's a lot of directions I could go with this. For the sake of brevity, I'll I'll focus on a few. I think one of the things when we talk about procurement employers of choice that candidates look for is procurement prowess within an organization. So a lot of times companies that fit into this category are renowned for having world-class procurement processes. Maybe they've won awards or fall in the Gartner Top 25 supply chain list, as as those companies typically have candidates uh, lining up to work there. They may even look at you know the CPO, who's heading up the organization, what's their track record, but that's pretty consistent. Candidates typically look at the procurement prowess of, of organizations first and foremost. I think next, the career growth piece is very important. If a company focuses on career pathing and has a lot of opportunities for an individual who joins to tackle new challenges every year or two, I think that really helps draw a lot of folks to those companies. Another piece is technology. 
So top companies are, are often on the cutting edge of technology. They invest heavily in, in procurement software like you know, SRM software, P2P, analytics, even cognitive technology, just empowering their employees to work smarter by adopting these tools. And lastly, uh, the branding piece is, is huge. So rather than just looking at you know, company financials and, and market share for industry leaders, candidates now also look at a company's social media page, right? They'll look on Glassdoor, even scour the news to see if, you know, what the political stances are of, of the leaders to see if they can truly get behind a new employer. So the companies that, that typically win in the war for talent are the ones that have a really strong employment brand. And how do these employers of choice actually go about recruiting and interviewing that talent? That's a great question. And to put it shortly, with a sense of purpose and, and urgency. So they do a lot of the upfront analytical work when it comes to compensation analysis, skills profiles, talent market reviews. They also often partner with a firm like us or with specialized internal recruiters to really develop a strategic candidate identification and attraction plan. And then once the interview process starts, I think the differentiator is a lot of these companies are very efficient and decisive. The process is typically consolidated into a few steps. They're making sure that they're taking as much time or more to sell the opportunity and company to candidates versus just vetting them. And they put their best foot forward when it comes time to make an offer by putting forth you know, market competitive compensation and, and benefits. I think another differentiator is the, the transparency. Worst feedback you can get as a company uh, from a candidate is that they don't know where they stand, right? Or they never heard back. So the transparency in the process, I think, is something that employers of choice usually bring to the process too. So you mentioned compensation a few times. Obviously, it's not the only factor for young procurement professionals, but how big a factor is it? It's a major one, right? Sometimes it's the most important element in this marketplace, at least. For, for several years, as I alluded to earlier, we've seen compensation levels steadily increase in procurement. And it's not only salary or even annual bonuses. Companies like the Amazons of the world are offering equity even at the manager level. So one of the biggest reasons that we see offers get rejected is dollars and cents, right? A lot of companies are stuck at pre-recession compensation ranges. And if there's an apples to apples offer on the table for somebody, uh, or multiple, I should say, they're likely going to go with the one that's offering the better compensation package. So how can companies with limited budgets provide incentives beyond monetary compensation? Well, you mentioned it. You know, money isn't everything, fortunately. (laughs) So there are ways we can get creative to attract talent. I think one of the most popular is by offering more flexibility. We are a part of MRI Network. It's our parent company, one of the larger executive search groups out there. We conduct a hiring sentiment survey each year. So this past year's survey I think it was 55% of candidates said work from home options are, are very important to them. Um, this can create more efficient employees that are happier, more engaged, since they have a little bit better work-life balance. And building on that, a lot more organizations are adopting an unlimited vacation policy. Um, it can sound a little scary from the employer side, but oddly enough, candidates tend to take less vacation. Studies show when there's no tracking policy, and it can be a major differentiator if you come to a situation where you are trying to close somebody. Companies that can offer rapid career advancement opportunities, as well as strong recognition of employee successes, can also 
do well to attract strong performers. So what can small or emerging companies do to grow their brand recognition and enter the conversation surrounding these employers of choice? Good question. Yeah, the biggest thing, I think, is to tell your story, right? Get that out there. I mean, first ensure it's a good story to tell, of course. So doing some soul searching and reflecting as to why people would want to work for your group or your company versus other organizations is first and foremost. But then, you know, invite people in on the excitement. So if you're part of a small company with an innovative product or or service and you've got massive year-over-year growth, be sure that this is a major part of your messaging to potential employees during the interview process. And then look for platforms to get the word out, like company websites, social media, obviously, but also industry publications and, and conferences. So sharing these successes through the relevant channels really helps create a buzz around working for your organization. Well, that about wraps it up, Nick. Just one more question. I see you're hosting a session at this year's ISM conference. What can you tell me about that? Can attendees expect to learn more about becoming employers of choice? Yes, I will. Actually, really looking forward to that here uh, about a month out. So I'll be co-presenting with Caitlin Krigbaum from Source One and, and Scott Ottenheimer, VP at QB Insurance. So our topic is procurement transformation, and we've kind of taken it from the lens of uh, three aspects, recruiting, which which I'll cover, branding, and leading. Definitely plan to expand quite a bit on some of the topics that we've covered today and should be good. So I hope to see you there. Oh, we're looking forward to it as well. Thanks for stopping by, Nick. Thank you. You've been listening to ISM 2018 Session Insights. Tune in next week to hear more from the procurement leaders at Source One. See you in Nashville.